Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the World's Worst NASCAR Podcast. I am your host, Turnpike. I'm. Why are you just the host? It's co-host, right? Well, I'm, you're more the analyst. I'm more the host. But we switch every week, so it's really not. That was our original roles, but it's kind of flip-flopped around a little bit. I'm a little offended. Why? Do you want to be the host? Okay, here, you host. Continue. Continue. Go ahead. Well, there's a race this weekend. It was pretty good. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Nope, okay. Oh, okay. Never doing that ever again. That, <laughs> that. <laughs> did you not listen to Greensides only that one week? Yeah, I did. That's why you're not the host. About two out of ten. Not going to lie. <laughs> anyway, I'm just glad that didn't tank our ratings. I mean, like, that one didn't get a ton of views. But also, Praise I, the, Lord. The, the thing I told you is the very few podcasts I listen to, which I only ever really listen to one actual podcast, if one of the hosts was gone that week, I normally didn't listen. Which is, And that's even big because there was four hosts, and if one of them was there, well, it's like, ah, it's not the same. I'll wait for him to come back next week. With wow. us, it's only two. That's Which big, one do you listen to? Huh? Oh, wait, LTC? No. Well, this was at the time. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've only became friends with LTC through the last you know, couple months. But this yeah. was throughout the throughout the like high school and college. I only ever listened to a podcast called Plat Chat. Okay. It was, it was some guys that did some stuff with the Overwatch League and uh, Oh, which, one of the video game things. Yeah, and they had a podcast and they were just crazy. They were very LTC-esque, just being insanity the whole time. And there was four hosts, but when one of them wasn't there, I was like, I don't know if I'll watch next week. You know, whatever. Yeah. But that's four of them. So if there's three of them, that's 75% of them still there. Yeah. With me and you, if one of us is gone, that's 50% drop in hosts. Which so. I reckon we're going to have that here in a few weeks. Oh, we will? Well, yeah. Hmm. Weird. Spicy, unless we record a pre, pre-episode. pre <laughs> That's a good point. But, Please don't abandon we'll us. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, we won't blame you if you do. <laughs> anyway, let's... Excuse uh, me for wanting to have my honeymoon off of... Yeah, we're gonna give you a uh, we'll give you a week off, and then uh, I'll take three or four weeks off when you get back. So it'll be good. You know how many times we've recorded so that you could be gone? <laughs> I could be gone to yeah. Disney. <laughs> hey, <laughs> More specifically, that is not true. One of them was Universal, actually. Oh, heard. Okay, my bad. And I apologize. I can't believe I was so insensitive. No, I'm pretty sure they've no th- those those two that we I remember doing that those were both Disney green sides only. And the, that's what I like. Those are both Disney trips. Um, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> funniness aside, let's go ahead and get into everything that happened over the weekend. We were at Talladega. Yeah. Which is a track that we have conflicting opinions on. It is. And uh, you brought up the wrong show sheet, so I, I don't know. It's Just kidding. I know what to say. But... Hmm? You, oh, I, I did. Yeah, you got Texas I up. did. Hold on. We are not trying to revisit that. We just had a good week, man. I mean, theoretically, we could. No. Because we... I don't know if you remember last week. We really didn't talk about Texas that much. Like, well, that's like because, honestly. Like, that's we because didn't. we wanted to kill ourselves when we uh, did talk about true. Texas. Yeah, that was true. Never mind. Like, we don't need that reminder, especially if they make it into something that's similar to Talladega, which is what we were talking about. Super speedways are the worst. I'm conflicted. Like, I'm very pro super speedways because clearly when you ask anybody that isn't a NASCAR fan, what do you think when you think NASCAR? They think of big wreck, you know, the big one at Daytona in Talladega. So, of course, they're important. They get a lot of fans. There's a reason those tracks have so many fans is because as far as a entertaining product, they're about as entertaining as you can get. So, I feel like we have a good balance. Now, of course, we've talked about this of adding... We have. <laughs> we, We're not we have. going to have, but we, have. we do yeah. have. We have talked about the thing about adding more super speedways, which I think we are both. Uh, yeah, I know we're both against. We'll see. And I feel thing, like there's a uh, good there's a good balance. I, I'm kind of mixed. I kind of told you this beforehand. It's like I'm an iRacer. I haven't been able to do it a ton in the last six months or so, just because of life. But I mean, super speedway races. Unlike most people, I kind of looked forward to them because. I kind of was pretty good at super speedway racing, and that was a time I could look for my I rating and my safety rating, funny enough, to go up. And so on one hand, I like it. I understand how it works a lot of the ways, and it's fun to do. But on the other hand, I recognize that there's a little bit of skill and a whole lot of luck. And I don't like rewarding that, you know? 
I would much rather see, like we were seeing Ryan Blaney and Chase Elliott battle this weekend. I would love to see them battle it out in a place where you have to lift more than. I would too, but I also I also agree that it's a it's a different skill set. No, yeah, and, absolutely. And you can tell because it's the same guys up front every time. Well, and here's the thing: it's the same idea as me not liking road courses, or yeah, it's a different, it's a different like way. that. Having these on here gives the schedule more diversity. We talk Variety. about wanting to go each place one time. Part of that is so that we can have more of these, so we can have. I mean, you think about this next year. We're going to have, and I'm going to split some stuff up that most lot commonly is put together because I still feel like it's different. You have super speedways. Yep. You have two mile tracks. You have the mile and a halfs. You've got short tracks. You've got road courses. You got street circuits. You've got dirt. Am I missing something? Mile tracks. Bait long and the short of it is you got a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah. And I mean that's about as diverse as a schedule as there is in motorsports. You know? And that adds to the sport. To me, when I look at it, a lot of people say, like, especially the older fans, it's like road courses are bad because it's not a circle. <laughs> See, that here's Here, my thing. This is the National Association of Stock, Stock Car, Car Racing. Not oval not circles. Not oval <laughs> racing. Yeah, that's, that's a fair thing. And I know that we've talked, we've talked about it, and it's one of those things that kills me as a new fan is seeing every new idea being put down is well that's not how they used to do it. Oh that's that's the point. And that's and that's in everything. You know, that's in that's in every aspect. They didn't used to wear helmets in football either. They didn't either. used to wear helmets. <laughs> they didn't they didn't the t- the They didn't used to have seatbelts in imagine the cars. When they Do you started, want to see Denny they, Hamlin flying across Talladega? Can you can you imagine when they started broadcasting football games? Well, they didn't used to do that. It's like, yeah, cuz they didn't have the technology. Things change for yeah. reasons. Anyway, that's just a personal gripe I have of Anything new, people are like, I'll never watch it ever again. Okay, you're not going to watch NASCAR ever again because they're turning two directions now. Yeah. Like, we talk about, like, the like the fans leaving. Those people, they can go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be real. They can go. Yeah. Anyway, tangent aside. No, I the, mean, and here's the thing. To me, the more diversity in the schedule, the more legitimate 100%. your championship is. 100%. If we can get rid of the playoffs... NASCAR oh. is a really legitimate... It would be. Yes, it would be. 100%. I mean, IndyCar has... Their short track is three quarters in a mile. And then you got road course, um, street course, and a mile and a half in Texas. Which it, it they are going back to Texas next year. I'm not sure if that's on the current configuration or on the new one. All those different events in IndyCar, and you see NASCAR's is way more diverse. So, if you take away the playoffs... NASCAR is an incredibly legitimate sport just by the amount of tracks you go to. And I'm going to be honest, I've we've talked about this time or two, I'd love a, n- a couple more dirt tracks. But they have to be purpose-built dirt tracks. I would agree. We don't need to be playing this game with... I've even heard the recommendation of putting ri- dirt on Richmond, which I actually don't completely hate just for the thought that Asphalt Richmond isn't great. It's not bad in my opinion, but it's not great. You told me last week you didn't really like Richmond. I don't like Richmond. That could be a solution. I think Richmond was dirt originally, the rich because it was Richmond Fairgrounds. So maybe do Richmond if you if NASCAR wants to keep it at their tracks. I want to build a relationship with these dirt guys. Dirt racing is not a small community. You know, a lot of people. There's a lot of people that love it, and they I had no very... idea until recently how big. And oh, and they are so is. passionate about it. So, if you can go to Knoxville successfully, if you can make men's with Tony Stewart and go to Eldora, I mean, I don't think we can make the Chili Bowl work. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the Chili Bowl, but it is way too small to hold the Cup Series. But it's like go to these dirt tracks that are established, know what they're doing, and yeah, there might be a year or two where they've got to learn how to pack the dirt and all that for the stock car specifically, but you're working with people who know the science behind it versus people who are trying to figure out the science behind it. Yep. 
I, I, I would have to, I'd have to go with it. Anyway. Anyways, yeah, let's yeah. Let's wrap this up. On. Let's keep going. So, yep. anyway, what we saw at Talladega was fantastic. Yeah, it was awesome. I will have to agree. Overall, better than we expect. I think that oh, yeah. I expected this to be one of two things: a absolute wreck fest, or no one trying anything because no one wants to get concussed. Yeah. What we saw, what I feel like was a good mix of both, and just a overall good race. No boneheaded moves. No mm-hmm. insane blocks, no, no nothing. It was just a smart super speedway race. Yeah, it was really great. It was it was an awesome, awesome. Uh, I event. would guess that people like you that have a problem with super speedway racing would be much more okay with it if every super speedway race turned out like that. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I was I I was watching the last couple laps again, and I was kind of looking at you, and I was going, I have so mixed feelings on this because yeah. it's like this. It's racing is great. They yeah, did an good. amazing that's job. Good. I mean, Jeff Gluck showing awesome results on his pole from it. It was a great race. It's just the weirdness of super speedway racing that I didn't necessarily love. But something I did love from this weekend, RSO picks. I loved RSO picks for a slightly different reason. Yep, we are kind of... We both came out of this one about, I would say honestly, about even. As, yeah. as weird as it is, because you won in points by a sizable margin. Yeah. So, I picked Michael McDowell. He finished third with the double points. That gets me 76 points. You picked Brad Kozlowski, who did a little less great, 24th place. No. Here's the thing. I was in second. I don't know if you watched, but Brad Kozlowski was in second place pushing Ryan Blaney. Oh, I know. And then sped on pit road. And it was so painful watching him pit to serve his penalty from second. Yep. And this was before McDowell was in the top ten. I was like, dude, I'm I'm like rolling in it right now. (laughs) And then it comes up. Uh the four and the six have been caught speeding. Post the six. Dang it. Too fast. (laughs) So um I could have I could have easily won what my third or fourth race in a row. Oh, absolutely. Or I think a third or fourth out of three or four. But uh, somebody and and Brad Keselowski sped on pit road several times this year. Yeah. The other, t- I think I picked Brad Keselowski one race prior to this, and I think he sped in that one as well. Yeah. So well, that that, that got you. Great. That got you thirty four points on the double not that, points. Not terrible. So that brings our points. We've broken the one thousand barrier. Woo. Um, it's going to have me with 1,058, you with 1,029. That's a 29-point gap. That's not a lot. <laughs> no, it's not. And if you want to pull up the playoff standings real quick, this is where it gets interesting. So we look at the playoff standings, and there are some caveats here with the playoffs that we need to look at, like the 24 car. They still have an appeal out. We're recording Tuesday night. They may announce Wednesday what their result is. But we're recording Tuesday night, and William Byron has a 25-point penalty that is currently assessed. That appeal could be heard, and, I mean, there's a chance NASCAR could overrule his penalty. I don't necessarily see that happening. but um, Or they could lessen it. If that happens, then... I'm looking a little bit better, but just to remind y'all who we picked since we are going into a cutoff race. Turnpike, your picks for being eliminated this round are Daniel Suarez, Alex Bowman, good pick, Austin Sendrick, and Chase Briscoe. My and just to tell y'all who is out right now, it is Austin Sendrick, William Byron, Christopher Bell, Alex Bowman. So, and I picked to be out Austin Sendrick, Chase Briscoe, Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain. I don't think that anybody's safe at this point. The no. only safe pick is me picking Alex Bowman to be out. Yeah. And that's completely due to circumstance of him being hurt. On well, Chase Briscoe, I think he ends up being out. William Byron is pretty good at I don't know if you see courses. this, but him and Austin Sendrick have the exact same amount yeah, of points. Yeah, they are literally So, tied. they are the cut line. This is the yeah. cut line, yeah. So I think William Byron's going to get back in. And I think we're both going to get the 14 and 2 right. I think you're going to get me with the 48. Because I, I didn't see Bowman being concussed. If Bowman's not concussed, I think he makes it through. I picked Suarez to be out, didn't I? 
Yes. Okay. So, so did I, I, though. So currently, I think that one. And we, here's the thing. I set, remember <laughs> him and I picked him and Bowman out, and they're two of my favorite drivers. So I yeah. was not happy about these picks. So me and you both picked seventh, eighth, and ninth. Yeah. The 99, the 14, the 2. The only difference is you picked the 48 where I picked the 1. So, <laughs> yeah. And if y'all don't know, Ross Chastain is currently third. Um, so that didn't work well. Um, you doubt. Remember that wager that me and you made about Ross Chastain making, what was it? Is it the round of 8? Did we? No, it was the round of 16. We oh, already assessed we've that. Already, we've already... It's been added to the points. Okay, because I think I made... I think I was originally you saying... You got 20 I would, points I would from that. say round of eight uh, oh are you asking when you have him in the final four no I know I do but I thought I thought we had like the big wager for like that was just 20 points like a ton of points okay that wasn't that big then. no it wasn't that big but that's where we're at right now it looks like you're gonna get a 20 point gap on me right there but it's not confirmed we'll see what happens Unfortunately, we didn't pick very different people, so there's not going to be a huge swing on that one. Can we one. talk about the fact that currently, as it sits, there is only one Toyota making the round of eight? I mean, when you only field five cars. Yeah, I know, but there's been there's been certain years where you could six. almost have had a Toyota Final Four. No, absolutely. And that's kind of disappointing for Toyota. Got to be disappointing for Toyota. Yeah. So, God, it's terrible. I'd it's, love to see. Here's I, the thing: like, I, I hate we wait can't for Toyota even see to get more, more cars. I hate that we can't even see what the regular points would have been. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's people keeping track of that. Though. Yeah, we there's need to find somebody who keeps track of that. Or that will segue nicely keeping into track of that. the this list that I have that I've that I've kind of put together here. So this is I'd like to get your opinion on this. This is as it sits. This is Do you have Jordan Anderson on that list, or was that from my? Okay, I see. This is something different. Okay, so this is two different. I'd like to get your reaction to this. So this would be, or just let me just get your opinion on this in total. So running down the list: P one Chase Elliott, P two Ross Chastain, P three Tyler Reddick. Larson fourth, Logano fifth. Do any of those stick out to you? Currently, how that sits is this one is slightly different. Chase Elliott, Blaney, Chast- Chastain, Hamlin, Logano. Is that F1 points? Yes. I would like to see the gaps. I know you didn't do that, and that's okay. Oh, is that it right there? Yep. Oh, well, you know. So not only does this do that, this also will factor in, this also factors in the entire F1 system, such as fastest lap. Okay. So there's bonus points for fastest lap. So currently Chase Elliott would have a pretty sizable lead, 251. Chastain's second. That's what, 38 points? 39? There's something like that. It's it's a, it's a good lead. Yeah. That would be, you would consider to be the out-and-out favorite for that. So the top 10, according to Formula One points. Um, also, credit to this. This was done by uh, Rev John Branning on Rev brand. Rev Rob Branning. Rev Rob. Sorry, not John. I don't know what I'm talking about. At on brand. Um, yeah. Does apparently does stuff with um, Toby Christie. So there you go. Also is surprisingly ordained. Also, I got ordained online one time. Surprisingly ordained. So I think I could, I might be able to add Rev Turnbike to mine. That would be kind of good. Um, so yeah, he made this, and this was all F1 points. So Chastain, Reddick, Larson, Logano, Christopher Bell, Danny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch is your top 10. Is the line just splitting the top yeah, 10, or is there more meaning? Yeah. Okay. It's just splitting 10s. Tens, 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 I do tens, like tens. the, I do like the fact of um, fastest laps counting. That's pretty cool. Um, there was Kyle Larson, and he shows stacking. all of the. Yeah, Kyle Larson has a ton of fastest laps. Um, I like that a lot. Um, I, I think, feel like this is more accurate to a championship than than what we got. No, absolutely. Um, this is a better running order, in my opinion. If does he release that every week? Or no, is that... I think he just made this as a one-off. Yeah. Yep. Well, if we can, he said he you... spent way too much time. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know when this is from? This was posted October second. So that's two days ago. That was Sunday. I don't know if this was before or after Here's the race. Visualize current tune. I he says current on Sunday, so I'm gonna 
guess. Let's assume. Well, hold on. Wait, how, many, how many Elliot wins does he have? Oh, that's a good point. Five. I think that's I think that's how many he has now. Is that right? Yeah, five. That does count. This does count Sunday. Okay, so this does count Talladega. Yes. Let's, I can do some research, and let's compare this and, I think it'd be fun to compare this and, like, regular. Winston standings. Yeah, and maybe not Winston, but, like, keep the point standings they have, except add the, I I won't factor in stages, because I may end up doing it myself. Yeah. But 40, then 35, 34, it's a five-point bump mm-hmm. to first. Also, what's fun is to look at the people that have not done anything at the bottom of the list. So at the very bottom of the list, you have Ty Dillon, Ty Gibbs with one point apiece. Hemrick. David Reagan has the fastest lap. I don't know where he got that. Probably um, um Tal- Well, he's only done super speedways, I think. Yeah, Rick Ware. This looks really bad on Cole Custer. According to this, Cole Custer would be placed 33rd behind... Well, that's because Cole Custer sucks. Yes, but that's not... Yes, but Noah Gregson is in 32nd with two more points. Because Noah Gregson's better. I would tend to agree. Landon Castle right here is currently would be ahead of Corey LaJoy, the full-time car. Yeah. Harrison Burton, Todd Gilliland. There's some people I feel like slightly they've been performing slight because of course this doesn't keep in track stages or whatever. Yeah. And if you look at somebody like we talked about Harrison Burton a lot. Harrison Burton I think has drove very well this year. Yeah. No luck. He has had terrible terrible luck and that will reflect here. Yeah. Um Todd Gilliland I think for a has been doing very well for a rookie as well. Um and you got to Haley Austin Dillon twenty, Michael McDowell nineteen. I feel like that. I feel like this is. I feel like this is very accurate. So no, that is that is a surprisingly good way to do it. I would have thought that it would have been a little more weird with the fact that only ten get points in a field of forty versus only ten get points in a field of twenty. But I mean, that's it promotes consistency. Yeah. So. I just wanted to get your opinion on I where like that it. sits as it is. I like it. I want to compare it to regular points done the same way. Yep. And let's look at that um, next week, maybe. But we do want to mention something. This past weekend at Talladega, there was an incident. Jordan Anderson had a scary wreck. Or it wasn't even a wreck, really. He just caught on fire, which is so, it's a terrible timing for NASCAR. With all the health and stuff with the next gen, not a great time. But truck is definitely not related at all. But it just combusts. And he ends up climbing out while the truck is still moving. And at first I was kind of wondering why, but he had flames in the cockpit. And um, turns out he has sustained second degree burns over a large amount of his body. He is, um, as of yesterday, I know he went back to Duke after being treated originally. Um, So, obviously, we want to send our prayers out to him. Um, Hopefully, he has a speedy recovery. Jordan Anderson seems like an amazing guy. And runner of a small team that's going out making their way. So, uh, be praying for them. Hopefully, he has a speedy recovery, but... While we're talking about drivers that are outside of the seat, Alex Bowman, as of tonight, has announced that he is not going to be racing at the Roval. And I don't want to keep harping on the state of this car, but we did in the past week finally get a statement, maybe not directly from NASCAR, but news that NASCAR is working on a fix for the rear of the car that could be implemented for next year. So they they have been actively working on this. This isn't something that NASCAR is like, sorry guys, it's racing. You know, they they are actively working on something. They're they're gonna have a test this week in Ohio. We'll see how that goes. But I felt like we could not, as much as we've harped on the safety of the next gen car, I felt like they couldn't announce working on it without us at least saying something. It's better late than ever. Uh, I, it blows my mind that we got to this point, though. You know? I would tend to agree. And here's the thing is I don't want to be the guy that's going to ridicule NASCAR for everything and then not praise them for the good things they have done. All you hear is, you know, the, the safety of the car. And, of course, that is the number one priority. 
It has to be. And I th- feel like the safety concerns can be fixed in in a pretty timely manner, honestly. They just got to get it done. But I just feel like, you know, NASCAR has made a car that races great and all this other things. But, you know, I don't want to be down, 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 down and only talk about it when there is a problem. No, absolutely. I feel like we should be like, hey, NASCAR, great racing car. The racing product has been very good. The safety thing is a massive groundbreaking concern, but that's not the only thing I'm going to talk about. Um, in my opinion, just based off of quotes that I hear and everything, Denny Hamlin especially had a quote that has kind of helped further my stance. Denny Hamlin said we need a change in leadership from the top down. He further corrected himself to say that Steve Phelps is not the problem. Steve Phelps Him is awesome. and Steve Phelps had a meeting, and then he put that out. Well, I'm going to be honest. I tend to agree on the Steve Phelps thing. Steve Phelps has done a great job at fixing. I, want, I don't want to say fixing, but he's been moving the sport in a great direction when the last leader kind of threw it down the toilet. That piece I would agree with, yes. And... You can argue the politics of the stuff that's been implemented in the last couple of years, but at the end of the day, that is helping the sport in the public eye. And he he really is doing good things for the sport. I'm going to be honest, I have to question how Steve O'Donnell is doing because he's oversaw the competition side through the 550 horsepower package through the last years of the Gen 6, which, in my opinion, got worse after 2015. And he's overseen this next gen that's had huge issues. I think if he cannot fix the rear clip to where drivers aren't getting hurt and fix short track racing with this car, I think Denny Hamlin has a very strong point. And I'm not in a place to really be saying that I don't think but I think it at least needs to be mentioned that there is voices calling for that um cause I mean I don't know when he started exactly but I think he's been at least through 2018 doing the competition stuff so that has there been a lot of great cars since 2018 Turnpike great cars like the competition package has it been good since no. 2018? No. Well, now, yes, but no. <laughs> yeah, but even now it's got a big kind of red flag over it with the safety. If they can get the safety figured out and they can get the short tracks figured out, baller. We're going to be good. You know, a lot of the drivers don't like this car, but at the end of the day, it is making good racing. They are passing whatever the drivers are saying. They are passing um, as long as it's not a short track, so. Yeah, they're working on a fix. They're testing it in Ohio this week. We'll see how that goes. Maybe we will have a change of the car announced for next year. Also want to make a small mention, Haley Dean will be driving the 07 Xfinity car at Las Vegas. And I want to get your opinion, Turnpike, on something. Haley Dean has had a couple years in truck okay but not thrilling results in ARCA what do you think about the state of Haley Deegan's career here's what I think about Haley Deegan number one I have a positive opinion of Haley Deegan and I do I too have a, I have a positive opinion of most people to be fair yeah Um. so maybe my opinions about people maybe don't ask me my opinions about people because I always have a glowing review even when people don't deserve it here's my thing I like Haley Deegan Haley Deegan is very good for the sport now, do I think that she should get a free pass because of that? No. No. But I think that that is someone you do not give up on. Because Haley Deegan, I know I talk a lot about social media analytics on this show or whatever. Haley Deegan, um Haley Deegan is a uh is a big deal. Oh yeah, absolutely. You are I know a lot of people and you see a lot of people that do not follow NASCAR, but they watch Haley Deegan religiously. Yeah. And that's just a part of it. There is a chance that as Haley Deegan continues to to be popular and stuff, maybe that will be a opening for teams and drivers and things to be like, hey, this is very important. We need to focus on social media a lot more. You see, Ryan Vargas is also the same way. Ryan Vargas is very big on social media. Yeah. And you see the dividends that pays for him. So Haley Deegan has 1.2 million Instagram followers. 
Um, Chase Elliott has 465,000. So she almost has, you know, two and a half times more. Um, also, how many does... Uh, oh, okay. Regina Servant only has 255,000. Noah Gragson has 106,000. Um, also, didn't... Oh, yeah, I forgot. They did a collab. I was like, why is Haley Deegan followed by Dixie D'Amelio? And then I remember they did some collab way back. Yeah. Also, it's kind of crazy to see NASCAR as a series has like... How many, how many does NASCAR have again? NASCAR as a official Instagram, this is just on Instagram, has 1.7 million followers, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that Dixie D'Amelio girl that did the that did the collab, she has 24.6. Oh, my gosh. So, um, once again, if you're going to spend advertising money, where are you going to spend it? Yeah. No, absolutely. What's way cheaper gets guaranteed screen time and is from a face of a person that people will buy things from. I'm I'm not saying anything, but the NASCAR sponsorship model has to be looked at. And I think it will be in the new TV yeah, package. That's that's also a, a tangent, but yes. But back to Haley Deegan. Back to Haley Deegan. I like I think, Haley Deegan. I think if she I'm hoping she gets an Xfinity ride. That's her shot. Yep. To me, she has like she's awesome for the sport. Social media is awesome on her end. She does a really great job of even just bringing fans into the situation of the truck series. I don't know if you've seen much of her race vlogs. Those are actually pretty cool to see. I don't watch them, but I know they're very popular. Yeah, they're really cool. Um, I don't watch them like consistently, but every now and then I go on a kind of a binge of four or five of those. But they're they're really good. It's cool to see the kind of inside workings of that. But I think unless she does well in this Xfinity car... I think it's probably time to. She's. But we also cannot judge her entire career off of one-off Xfinity start. No, I'm not saying. That's why I say I hope she gets yeah. a ride next year because there is a very real possibility that the Truck Series is just not the place for her. That has been the case with drivers in the past where they've not done well in the trucks, but they've done well in the Xfinity. I don't want to just or copy. vice versa. I just saw an Eric. Estep video, and I don't want to copy and paste what he just said, but he had a very good example when he brought up Harrison Burton. Mm-hmm. Was very average in the trucks. Goes up to Xfinity, wins four races Pretty in the sure first year. Gregson was the same way because he started yep. off with, with KBM, yep. and you know, you have to get in your thing. And it's also it's the opposite. You'll have somebody that can dominate trucks in Xfinity and then can't do anything in Cup, or you'll have good in trucks, bad in Xfinity, good in Cup, or bad in trucks. Go to Xfinity, good and cup. It's it's depending on what suits your style. No, absolutely. My That's... opinion on Haley the last couple of years is, I think that she suffers from lack of seat time. Yeah, what's like? Well, she's been in a lot of races. She's DNF'd a ton of races. Usually, not her fault. No, are she... some of them her fault? Yes, but then again, everyone's caused wrecks. Yeah, and that's the thing. I was I was gonna mention that, but. At the same time, a lot of times you make your own luck by where you are. You make yes, you are yes, but, but you she also has have had to the practice worst luck and get ever. better. Yeah, you have to practice and get better, and that is comes from seat time. And when your race is cut short because you got wrecked by some kid with daddy's cash out there driving a truck in the middle of stage one, yeah, how were you supposed to get any better? No, that's that's a very. I real feel like point. that's a fair point, and I'm not here to to simp for Haley Deegan or whatever. If if she is if she if she gets a if she gets a legitimate shot, I don't think DGR is a great place to be anyway. Of course, you have one off wins or whatever, like Priest won in the DGR truck, to but me, also that was prepared by Stuart Haas, not DGR. Yeah. So if she gets a legit shot and doesn't make it, I feel like that's fair. But I just want to see Haley in a fair, give a fair shot, give time. I also feel like in this modern NASCAR, modern sports world, you know, usually in years past, if you drafted an NFL quarterback, they set the bench two or three years. Yeah. Now it's, they have to play game one. They have to start and they're being rushed. I think that's the same way in NASCAR. It's Haley Diggins in trucks. Why isn't she winning right now? Why isn't she getting moved into the next series right now? You know, it's NASCAR did this with like that next generation thing where they're like, Oh yeah, Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney and all these guys are going to be the greatest drivers. And then they the youth movement was terrible. They didn't win yeah. anything because they were all kids. 
It's like, what do you expect? Not everyone is a Max Verstappen winning a race at 18 years old. No, absolutely like, that not. Just can't, that just cannot happen. So I think she hasn't been given a fair shot. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping that she will be given that fair shot in Xfinity. Give her a year or two there. If she doesn't do well there, that's where I kind of see the end of the line there. But hopefully it doesn't get there. Like I said, we both think she is a very healthy thing for the sport. Um, Twitter is a terrible place. Yes. Twitter fact. is probably worse than Texas Motor Speedway by just a little bit. But sometimes it does something good. Do we have the tweet that sparked this? If we don't, it's okay. I can find it. All right. We would like to thank Travis Smith at... Travo GBO. Travo GBO. That stands for Go Big Orange. Oh, wait. This is a... Does this he work a, for Tennessee or something? No, I, I'm sure because he's got a, a headset on there. This is this is just somebody that clearly works for them. I don't think that's him. Oh, that's Alvin Kamara. He's a player. Oh, is he? Yeah, <laughs> that's oh. Alvin Kamara. He well, then for, it's not someone who works for UT. There. He also has 103 followers, so I I highly doubt it. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, thank sorry you, Travis. For jumping Smith. to it, but he says, "All right, go back up there." He says, "Really hope to see RFK Racing have their own merch hauler at the races again next year. Would love a larger selection at the track." Brad Kozlowski retweeted this with his own quote. He said, Me too. Would bring it back in a heartbeat and come sign autographs too if tracks would stop charging me so much to do it. Maybe one day. If you scroll down here, Marcus Smith has a conversation there. He goes, In a heartbeat? How about this weekend at Charlotte? I'll offer you free parking for your souvenir sales if you sign autographs for fans on Saturday and Sunday in the fan zone. Hashtag call me. Yeah. And then Corey LaJoy... Asked if it's universal. Marcus Smith says yes. And what do you know it? They added driver drivers coming in to sign in the fan zone. But this has been something in the past that I've heard about that has not been vocalized. But these drivers are finally able to say stuff. They're not being penalized for saying negative things out loud. So Brad's like, hey, I'm sick of the tracks charging so much money keeping us from having our stuff there. Marcus Smith, being the great promoter that he is, you can say what he what you want about designing racetracks. He is a good promoter, and he goes, "All right, fine, I'll give you free parking if you come do autograph session." Is that not a win win for the fans coming in there? Oh, one hundred percent. And whether or not I like the motive of this, it's a it's better for the fans. No, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things that you have to keep in mind that. You know, Marcus and, you know, Charlotte and Marcus, they're like, hey, guys, we got an autograph session. We're going to do it. You know, we'll give you free parking if you come sign autographs. That wasn't a deal they had two days ago. It was only after somebody said something about it. Yeah. Is it a plus that that happened? Absolutely. I'm yes. very glad. This is a positive thing. But it's one of those things that you had, they had no intention of doing that two days ago. And that's the point that I'm trying to bring up is the fact that these things are being talked about. And because they're being talked about, they're fixing the wrong. Yeah. And if this is something that becomes a consistent, to me, that's awesome. The drivers are going to make money from that merch hauler being yes. there. Yes. The teams are going to make money by that merch hauler being there. And the promoters are going to get a good deal out of it because the fans have an opportunity to meet the drivers that they're going to watch. Yep. Because and that will make you more likely. Exactly. If I'm somebody and I'm sitting there like, well, maybe, you know, I'll watch the Roval at the house. And then my favorite driver is Brad. Let's say I'm a Brad guy. I'm a Brad Keselowski fan. And I've always wanted to meet Brad Keselowski. I've never got to meet Brad Keselowski. Have I met? No, I I also have not met Brad Keselowski. I have not. Um, <laughs> I had to think. I met um, Joey Logano when I was seven. That's about the extent. That's a, we'll uh, have to tell that story one time because that's, that's a good story. It is a good story, um, actually. But like, I, if I love Brad Keselowski and I've always wanted to meet him and I never have, and I hear, hey, they're doing a free autograph. You know what I'm going to do? I might just be like, well, let's go do it. You know what? I'm going to go out there and meet him. But also, I'm like, well, maybe I'll buy a ticket. Maybe maybe I'll buy a ticket for the drive to the for the Cure 250, the Xfinity race. Let's just, why is it drive for the Cure? It's, it's the Xfinity race. So maybe I do that. And it's like, well, maybe I'll buy a ticket for the Roval on Sunday, too. So there's a possibility for sales right there. No, absolutely. This, if somebody wasn't planning on doing it, they might come out for an autograph and then stay for the race. There's not a loss here. No, it's better for everybody. And... I'm just glad that this thread happened because if not, that is something that I've heard 
I don't. I can't remember how publicized it was. I didn't but know anything heard, about it until he said that. I heard that the prices of anything, as far as parking there, something there, was exponential. And who thought that was a good idea? The tracks. <laughs> who look? The tracks were getting what they wanted. Y'all and not, uh, y'all not it's about to get a lot worse for them. And I think they know that. But they've they've been given a lot, a lot, a lot of money. So. That is um, insane. And I think part of that comes from the fact that who owns half the tracks? NASCAR. Yeah. Who owns the other half the tracks? The Smiths. The yeah. Smiths have worked well with NASCAR for 50 years plus. So this is this is not a new new thing. It they they were getting really good deals out of this. Yeah. So hopefully now that changes a Just little bit. Just goes to show you they need to get their fair cut. Yep. But they need to yep. get their fair cut. That's not fair they enough. don't need to get That's fair enough. Eighty percent of the money. It goes to show you that deregulation on things, and of course I have this opinion on everything. The less <laughs> the least amount of rules you can get away with, it will always be positive. If you can deregulate things and let it be free and open and let it take its course, that will always be better. Best era of baseball was when everybody was roided up. Best era of NASCAR <laughs> was when everybody could do everything. Now you kind of see that the same way of, you know, what is causing improvements and causing actual things to get moved forward is the drivers being able to say, hey, we need to get this fixed because that is a public figure. That is, or you might use the term influencer. Yeah. That's... I, that term is weird because of, you know, Jim Bob on social media who can sell products and he's an influencer, but Somebody like Brad Keselowski is a influential person. Denny Hamlin, Denny influential. Hamlin. Both of them Kevin team Harvey. owners. Huh? Remember, both of them team owners, too. So the more that they are f- willing to speak their mind and get things changed, the better it is for everybody. Team owners are a lot more likely to get what they want oh, yeah. than drivers are. Oh yeah. And to me, that is a, an awesome thing that they are stepping up to that level and they are taking that responsibility and going for it. I mean, I'm going to say like whether or not I'm like excited, like I'm, ex- I'm, this is cool for the fans. Of course, it's one of those things that's like, okay, yeah. Is this going to, is this going to be a one-off thing because somebody on Twitter mentioned it or is this going to be a permanent thing now? You're going to try to do this more often. Yeah. Either way, good for the people that's going to be there this weekend. So, I mean, I can't really complain that much. So, so let's talk about said Roval. Yeah, RSO picks. Um, so I won, right? Yeah, so it's gonna be your pick this week, Turnpike. Oh heck, you got to think of something. I'm it's, having trouble with this one too. If I've, it makes you feel I'm better, I'm gonna have to just go big or go home. Wait a minute, I can. I, ooh, I don't know. I just have a sinking feeling that who's the one person I remember last year that was like a big deal and it was the the moment that comes from last year was when William Byron was going to win the race and got hit from behind by Tyler, you've already picked him anyways. by Tyler Reddick Tyler Reddick and I just bought a Tyler Reddick diecast I think I'm I think I'm going I think I'm going to RCR this week and there's one sitting here right at me all of the signs are pointing to Tyler Reddick that's why I'm picking Austin Dill no I'm picking Tyler Reddick <laughs> Oh, yeah, give me Tyler Reddick. I, I just I've been on a Tyler Reddick train as of recently. Um, I bought a I bought my first next gen diecast. I probably won't buy too many of those, but I bought one because I think I'm going to RCR this week. So I'm gonna try to get that signed. Hopefully, so all the signs point to Reddick. So let's go Reddick. Is AJ Allmendinger racing this week? I think so. Yeah, he's racing. AJ Allmendinger is racing. And that's where my pick. I is don't want to change your mind, but um, would it change your mind to say that Josh Williams is running in the seventy-eight Live Fast car? Because I might change my pick. I'm gonna be honest. I almost for the meme went, yeah, let's do it. But that's a lot of points I would lose. Also, can I make a honorary pick of friend of the show, Loris Hesman's running this weekend? Yes, honorary sir. pick, honorary pick of friend of the pod. So you're taking out. Tyler Reddick then? No, I'm put, not taking no, I'm not. Tyler Reddick. This is an honorary pick. Gotcha, gotcha, Friend gotcha, of the gotcha. show. Yeah, and Danny Kvyat's running with him this weekend. Danny Kvyat is also running the Saturday Xfinity race. He's running at Sam Hunt Racing, which is a building I pass all the time. So hopefully I'll see him out walking outside and I'll be like, yo, what's up, Danny? Something tells me he's not going to be there. 
No, you won't be there when I <laughs> I go pick up stuff at Stock Car Steel, which is very close to, to there. It's oh, so, wait, Stock Car Steel? Yeah. Oh, I bet. I, I know somebody you work with then. Yeah, probably. I didn't know he worked there till two days ago. You talking about Ronnie? <laughs> yeah, I was talking about Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie Ray. I didn't know he worked there no, until Ronnie I was Rice. just standing there, and he was he came out, and I was like, what, Ronnie's here? Yep, and really great guy. Yeah, he used to he used to work at Briscoe, too. Yep. Yeah, he, he's a cool guy. I've been working with him up in the booth at Southeast Super Trucks. I had no idea about any of that because yep, I don't work with awesome. him. He was always in the other booth. Yeah, so. Yep. Funny small world. Anyway. He's super cool guy. RSO picks. Ta-da. Yeah, ta-da. So, I feel like it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. The Roval is always good. I'm a little curious how it is with the new car because this, this road course is unique to the other two. It is. I think it relates more to Sonoma than Walton's Glen. But <laughs> Walton's. It's so funny how you say Watkins. I'm sorry. It's like letters that aren't even in there. That's too much effort <laughs> to do the too, Watkins. It's too much effort to show up to my house on time, too. So How does your dad say it? He says, probably says Watkins. Walk, Watkins? Watkins. See, I, I do put more of a T well, no, instead of a K. I think he actually says it Watkins. I think, Does he? Yeah, dad, dad's good at pronouncing things. None of y'all are going to understand a, this because you don't accent, know what... He can pronounce words. Unlike some people Shut up. who has a strong accent and then can't pronounce words. Shut I up. say that like I, there's words that I haven't really butchered on this show. <laughs> but I think it compares more to Sonoma than it does Walton's Glen. Um, but at the same time, it's just such a tight course. And so we'll see what happens. Um, Cream of the crop, rise to the top. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully, William Byron gets stuff done because, I mean, as much as... Is that who you picked? <laughs> I've already forgotten who you picked. No, I picked Dinger. You picked Dinger. The Dinger. Like, I've already forgotten who he's picked. Oh, gosh. You can down we, to about I two like brain how, cells. I like like, neither of us have been picking playoff guys. <laughs> like the last Because playoff bit. guys ain't been winning. I don't know. It's weird. Who, we oh. have had one playoff guy win this, since yeah, the playoffs Chase started. Yep. We both picked non-playoff guys last week. Mm-hmm. I think, did we pick non-playoff guys at Texas? No, we didn't. I don't remember. But, yeah, it's been interesting. I'm kind of looking forward to this At this Texas... Cutoff. No, we picked uh, the 12 and 24. The 12 and the 24. Okay. Yeah. So, but anyways, it's going to be a fun weekend. Um, I kind of wish we were going to this one, but yeah. didn't think about it. I think that's going to be it. I think that will do it. Uh, we're us. never good at ending. No. Because I keep thinking that like, there's more to say. Do you have anything say. you want to talk about? No. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Not really. Okay, I guess we're done. The weather's been nicer. The weather has been beautiful. It's cooled it's been down cool a little bit. cooled down. Crisp oh. 50s in the mornings. Oh my it's been nice. Goodness. It has been so I don't nice. know if everyone I don't you probably know the metrics a little better than we do. I do. But I, does most of our base from North Carolina? Yes. Then yes. y'all know what we're talking about. It's been nice. Yep. Are uh, you pulling that up right now? Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Most of our most of our listeners are in uh North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee. We've Georgia. kind of got a circular radius here. That's interesting. Yeah, we have uh several viewers from from Georgia, I do believe. I think I know I have some I have some friends that I know live in Georgia. I know they've listened at least once or twice. So Yep. Fifty percent from North 50% Carolina. Fifty percent North wow. Carolina. Actually okay. almost ninety percent of them are from okay, all of them are from Weaverville, Asheville. Yeah. That's all people we know. Which is good. It's the so local stuff we, we know. know. And I yeah, we cool. love that's the thing. We love promoting our local racing, so that, that helps that yep. as well. So yep. It's good to know that the people we're speaking to could actually make it to the races. They might actually show up. And we also have 2% not. Why are you from not? Canada. No, <laughs> we have Ontario. our Canadian listeners. Shout out to our Canadian. I think uh, my friend Jeremy listens sometimes. He's oh, from Canada. Cool. So, uh, Canada. Shout out, shout out Jeremy. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it this I week. I think that'll do it. I hope you all have a great rest of your weekend, week, whatever. This, this shows up on Thursday. Both. I hope you all have a great week and weekend. Yep. Except for you, Turnpike. <laughs> I'm crying right now. I know you're a crybaby. <laughs> Thanks, Boomer. You can't. You you don't even let me say words I want to say them without making a fuss. <laughs> if you could speak English, then I'd consider. If I couldn't speak English, Walton's, this would be a pretty entertaining Walton's, podcast. See, you're you're saying it. You're saying it. I'm basically Walton. saying W O L T O N. Walton. W A L. That's right. Walton's. This is W A T K I N S. You're putting in letters that aren't even in the <laughs> that aren't even in the real word. I'm not going to change the way I talk words. because you are judgmental. <laughs> Do you think it's funny the way I tack? You mean talk? No, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny the way I tack. You're 
going to clean these rocks of Obama's barracks. You know that Studio C skit I where know the, it, the I drill know. instructor? Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. It's like, I'm going to make you go join those idiots at the Ghost Guard. The what? The Ghost, the ghost guard. guard. Now go be a ghost. <laughs> now give me Tinty. Tinty, sir? Can you count to Tinty, sir? <laughs> okay, sorry. We've gone off a rail. And the rest for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> go to Nam. <laughs> Starts a war. You, I'm going to send you all the norm. But Nam. Are you sure it didn't go well the first time, sir? <laughs> yes, go. I do not care. <laughs> if y'all Now your name is Private Margaret. <laughs> do you like that name? Does it make you feel pretty? Like Lady Gaga? <laughs> Gosh, we need to watch that once Stephanie, we hit sir. stop. Give me Tinny. Ten for speaking out of turn and the rest for knowing what her actual name is. <laughs> That's a good skit. Okay, we're, is, we've we need to watch rails. that when we stop recording. We're going to go watch that, so y'all have a great week. <laughs> y'all have a great week. Follow us on our socials. It's going to be Twitter at RightSidesPod, Instagram at RightSidesOnly. Follow me, Green, at RSO underscore Green on Twitter. And me at Turnpike underscore be sure also... To- before we before we continue, I wanted to make the announcement that we have delayed the diecast giveaway. Yes, we did. We do have that. delayed that till twenty five hundred. We are very close. Yeah. It was to celebrate two thousand views, and then we very quickly way surpassed that, and we're up to close to twenty five hundred views. So Y'all we're are gonna awesome. do that at twenty five hundred. Y'all are really the best. Yeah, it's pretty but it's pretty awesome. Be sure to share this around. We don't really ask y'all to do that very often, but Spread the word. Or alternatively, if you listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating. Those yes. really help. Like, we cannot talk about how much those really help the show. So if you haven't rated it, feel free to rate it. I mean, knowing I said that, they're going to rate it one rate, star. as in R-A-T-E, not R-A-I-D. If you come and try to, like, Raid kill us, house. we will press charges. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Raid, this video has been sponsored by Raid, Raid Shadow, Shadow Legends. Legends. <laughs> I every time I hear I hear it in Count Dankula's voice. <laughs> it's your boy. It's your boy, Raid, Raid Shadow, Shadow Legends. Legends. <laughs> okay, no, we're in not in the PvP special. arena. We're not sponsored we're by not Raid sponsored Shadow by Raid Shadow Legends. We haven't gotten that low yet. We're about to, but no, <laughs> we, I'm kidding. we haven't souped that low. If y'all share have, this enough, we may get sponsored. I by have Raid. not yet begun to defile myself. Yeah. So, all right, all right. I think we. <laughs> I think we got to cut it there. <laughs> y'all have a good rest of your week. And, or uh, don't. Or don't. This is up to you. It's America. Hit a pothole. Blow up your car. Punch eat a, a bagel. Eat a bagel. Why would you eat a bagel? Bagels are good, I dude. guess that's the point. Eat a bagel, man. Booty, 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 amen. Bagel. Bagel.